0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: You're listening to Living Better in San Diego. I'm Vicki Pepper. Golden State Ballet is presenting its annual production of The Nutcracker December 16th through the 23rd at San Diego Civic Theater. On the line to tell us more is Raul Salamanca, Artistic Director for Golden State Ballet. Thank you for joining me.
0: Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure.
1: Raul, start by telling us about your background as a dancer and the path that led you to form Golden State Ballet.
0: My background as a dancer, I started at the age of 13 years old, and I started to focus more with ballet at the age of 14, and my first professional contract was by the age of 17, where I started dancing professionally with Ballet Arizona, and I then started to also go to other companies such as Boston Ballet and Le Rond Ballet Canadien in Montreal, Canada, and I came back to the States to finish my career with Ballet San Antonio as a principal dancer and ballet master for the company.
1: And how about Golden State Ballet? This is a relatively new company.
0: It is. Golden State Ballet, it's a company that I've dreamed about for many years. Um, As my career started at the age of 17, I also fell in love with the idea of one day becoming an artistic director. And over the years of my career, uh, my professional career, 16, 17 years long, and throughout that whole time, I always... I made decisions about where to go dancing with not only for my own personal taste, but also knowing that eventually the experiences that I would have with that specific company, working for that specific director and dancing, the the rep would eventually allow me to have the knowledge and the experience to lead my own company. So this is something that you can say has been, you know, 25 years in the making. I'm incredibly proud of everything that we've accomplished in such a small amount of time.
1: How did you end up in San Diego?
0: San Diego was a city that to me was always just, I found it really attractive to come to. I I think it checks all the boxes for my wife and I. We love California. We love the beach, the warmer weather. We have our dogs, so it's a very dog friendly town. Beautiful downtown, you know, right next to the water. It's just, it has so many great things going for it. So when it was time for us to decide where we wanted to really put our roots down and and live, San Diego really presented itself as the best city for us. So we moved here in the fall of 2018. And we've been loving it ever since.
1: And your wife is also a dancer who works alongside you at Golden State Ballet.
0: Um, she used to be a professional ballerina, and uh, now she's also retired, just like I am. And she's, yeah, she's the co-founder and co-director of Golden State Ballet Academy. Uh, we've been working together now since 2012. We've staged ballets for world-renowned choreographer uh, Yormaello. We also worked together while we were living up in Silicon Valley, in San Jose specifically, so we make a great team. Um, we feel like we're really strong together, and we're able to work together and still get along really well. So I think it's the perfect match.
1: For those who may not know, tell us the story of the Nutcracker. At least according to Golden State Ballet's production,
0: the Nutcracker originally is uh, it's a ballet that that was first premiered in 1892. The choreography was by Marius Petipa and Lev Ivanov with uh, an original score by by Peter Tchaikovsky. The story of the Nutcracker is loosely based on the E.T.A. Hoffman fantasy story called The Nutcracker and the Mouse King, which is about a girl who befriends a Nutcracker that comes to life on Christmas Eve and wages a battle against the evil Mouse King. It's one of those stories that are, I think, really iconic. I mean, she gets to meet the Sugar Plum Fairy, and she gets rewarded for saving the Nutcracker's life with all these treats in the the land of sweets. And the score is just fantastic. It's what I consider the perfect ballet.
1: And why do you think the Golden State Ballet's production of The Nutcracker is unique?
0: We're doing the version by Jared Nelson. He used to be the former artistic director of California Ballet. And I got a chance to see this production back in 2019 when it first premiered here in San Diego with my wife and we were both just very, very entertained. Our version of the Nutcracker has everything you need to have a great performance. You know, there's a lot of comedic moments. So you you have your laughs, you have your dramatic moments also, and all accompanied with that beautiful score. So yeah, what I love about our, our production is that Jared Nelson, the choreographer, spent a lot of time in making sure that there was character development. So it's one of my favorite versions that I've seen. So I felt like the city of San Diego only had a one chance to see it. And I thought it would be important to bring it back so people can get a chance to see this incredible production. It's a beautiful production from the costumes and instead, having the San Diego Symphony and the orchestra pit, playing that beautiful score, it's obviously a plus. And it has everything for everybody. When I, saw, when I saw the performance, people couldn't help but laugh. And I found that really enjoyable. And since we're coming up from a pandemic... Still in the midst of it, but I'm hoping that we're on our way out. I felt that it was important for us to have a Nutcracker that really brought the joy of seeing live theater. I I want people to go home feeling like they've been entertained and that they've had a chance to really enjoy live performances again.
1: California Ballet was based in San Diego, so this is choreography that longtime fans of ballet are probably familiar with.
0: Yes, each production has their own unique touches, depending on the choreographer. I mean, this ballet has been... Performs all over the world and it's an extremely popular ballet here in the United States. It first premiered, San Francisco Ballet did the first full length in America back in 1944 and it's been a favorite for American audiences ever since. Being that the holidays are such an important part of our culture, I think that it's the perfect marriage to have the Nutcracker be part of people's holiday season every year.
1: I'm speaking with Raul Salamanca, Artistic Director for Golden State Ballet. If someone has only seen one ballet in their entire life, it's probably been the Nutcracker. Why do you think this has become such a beloved tradition? Like, why is it so appealing to audiences, do you think?
0: In my personal opinion, I must say it's got to be the music. In my career, I've had the pleasure of performing many, many, many different ballets, by many different choreographers. And once in a while, you get this experience where you go, Wow, this ballet that I'm currently performing in, like there's no real way to improve it. It, What I consider the perfect ballet in the sense that the music, the story, come in and it's so well matched. And Tchaikovsky did such an incredible job with the music that I think that people recognize it now. They almost expect it to hear when they go shopping Mm -hmm. and, and during the holiday season. There's a section of the ballet in the second act that is called the Russian, the the Gopak scene, and that music alone was made famous by the movie Home Alone. Mm. And then you also have the dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. So a lot of pop culture has really taken on this, too. You see it a lot in commercials. You see it in many, many, many places. So I think the driving force behind this ballet is definitely the music. The music is just iconic. Now, and also the story is such an easy story to follow so that's why i think that children really enjoy coming to see the show Mm. also parents there's a little bit for everyone and the simple story for children to follow and the transition between the party scene into the battle scene into the land of snow and then you go into the second act it's just it really it, it really just transcends you to another time and i think that's the reason why people really enjoy coming to the theater is to Disconnect with the world so you can connect with yourself. And that's the magic of theater, of live performances. And I think that The Nutcracker just has everything for everyone.
1: Like you said, The Nutcracker was first performed in 1892. That was over 100 years ago. What are some ways that you and other artistic directors and choreographers are trying to keep this ballet relevant to contemporary audiences? That's a
0: fantastic question. You know, we're always looking, myself specifically, always looking to bring works that are relevant, that people can connect with. We can't just be a museum of works. We really have to look at our audiences and find out exactly what it is that they want to see on stage. Now, it's also our responsibility as a company to also educate our audiences whenever we have the opportunity to do so But ultimately what we really want is we want people in the seats. We want people to come to the ballet looking for a good time, whether it's an emotional ballet, whether it's a funny ballet. But what I've noticed lately is that the choreographers that take on this incredible challenge of re-choreographing a ballet that is already considered perfect is that they're trying to bring in more of the technological advancements that we've had. The storyline remains pretty much the same. You may have some characters like Clara and the Nutcracker Prince. They can perform the leading roles in the ballet. Some people decide to use professional dancers for Clara. Others like to use children. Then you have these incredible scenes and set changes that you can, if you have the budget for, you can really invest and bring in some more technology into it to make it more appealing to our audiences. But the, the, I feel like most people kind of remain With the same storyline and then what they do is they change the setting Mm. i've seen some nutcrackers based in the 30s the 50s art deco style you have ones that are remain very extremely classical so i've seen ones that are hip-hop nutcrackers so it you know the music is what remains that iconic score is what remains but then i've definitely seen a lot of different takes on it and i think it's for good i think that we should do more of that we should think more about our audiences and what can bring them in, and that's something that I know when I go to work every day uh, as director of Golden State Ballet, that my goal is to be able to not only bring work that makes our dancers grow as artists and challenge them, but also work that the audiences can enjoy and will then promote the feeling of wanting to return back to the theater.
1: Tell us about the preparation that goes into a performance like this. When did you start rehearsals?
0: We started rehearsals first with the children. We have over 70 children casted to do the ballet. So our rehearsal process started early in September. The company started working about six weeks ago in October. When everything is said and done, the company would have already rehearsed for two months, eight weeks, and the school for a total of 11 to 12 weeks to be ready for this performance.
1: And are you bringing in guest artists, or are you relying solely on local dancers?
0: We're relying solely on on local artists. This is one thing that I'm extremely proud of, and something that compelled me to start Golden State Ballet was that I wanted to make a company that could bring in world-class dancing, but also to ensure that we have that connection to dance through our community. And I wanted to start something that was inclusive, that really solidified dance in San Diego.
1: Golden State Ballet will be utilizing a live orchestra for this production, and that's not a luxury that every company has. Why was this something that was important for you to include in this production?
0: For the reasons that I said before was that I felt like it's important for art organizations to collaborate. And it's true, to have the luxury of having an orchestra, it's an incredible one, but I think it's so worth it. The richness that it brings to the experience, when you hear the music coming from the orchestra pit and filling the whole house, it's an experience to behold. You know, you could do the performance with recorded music, but you cannot replace the energy. And it's like the electricity in the air when you have that unique collaboration between musicians and dancers. It's a very rare thing to see that where you have People at the top of their form, working together at the same time, live. It's an exciting thing to witness. And the richness of the music, the San Diego Symphony is a world-renowned orchestra, and you can really tell the quality of these musicians. The, 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 it just It fills the whole theater. And for us, it was never really an option to not have it. This is something that we're extremely proud of, that we can have a company of that standard working alongside us. And it's really, really, it's just such a, it's such a fun thing to see a conductor conducting their orchestra while also looking at the dancers on stage so that we can all be together. It's a really, really unique experience and, and one that we're really, really proud to offer our audiences
1: this year. We're still in the process of recovering from a pandemic, and last year most, if not all, performances of The Nutcracker were canceled, if they were scheduled at all. So we are so grateful just to have The Nutcracker back, but what are some outreaches that you're hoping to do once we are fully back to normal?
0: Oh, that's a great question, and one that I'm really excited to answer, because we have quite a few things in mind. To be able to reach out to more audiences, to be able to really make ballet accessible to people, especially here in our community. It's something that is at the top of my list. The more that we can allow people to come see our beautiful art form, the more support that we can expect from them. So one of the things that I would like to do is I'd like to be able to perform more outdoors. I think that the city of San Diego really has a lot of potential for us to be able to bring our art form to audiences. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the questions that I get frequently is, do I think that ballet can be an elitist art form? And I think that it's not meant to be that way. I think that it, it has maybe gotten that type of a reputation because it's in a really expensive art form to create, to put together. There's a lot of things that need to happen at the same time. You have many people so what happens is that a lot of those costs end up going to the tickets to recoup, so that way we can, we can continue to produce. But one thing that I really would like to do is I would like to partner up with the city of San Diego and try to use some of these venues. Like, I, I would love to be able to have a summer residency at Balboa Park mm. where we can have people come in and watch us for free. And that way we can fulfill our mission of making sure that we don't alienate anybody I want the people who want to experience the theater to go and and be able to do that and also to some of the other people in our community like you know myself like tickets can be really expensive so I came from a family of six so for us to go to see the ballet that can be you know quite a bit of money but if we can go out there and bring ballet to our community then I think that will we'll definitely change the perception of ballet as a whole. So I, I think that it's possible for us to be able to serve everyone and being able to bring ballet to them. Also collaborating with the symphony, the Rady, the, the new Shell, this incredible building. It's in, it's, I, I, I'm already dreaming of the company performing oh. there. And there's also, again, other communities with great theaters. So do go out there and do more uh, touring to go and share our art, also to develop uh, school programs where we can send some of our dancers to go for free to schools, local schools, to teach them about ballet and art, and also to collaborate with local artists to actually put in motion these ideas that we have with people that are from our community, along with other international artists. I I really would like to, uh, I wanna bring it all here, but definitely that's one of the ways that we can do this through schools, and then also partnering up with the city so that we can provide these performances to our audiences at, at minimal to no cost.
1: Golden State Ballet's production of The Nutcracker takes place December 16th through the 23rd at San Diego Civic Theater. How can we get tickets?
0: To get tickets, you can contact our in-house box office directly through our email. It's box office at goldenstateballet.org, or you can visit san sandiegotheaters.org and purchase uh, tickets also through Ticketmaster.
1: I've been speaking with Raul Salamanca, Artistic Director of Golden State Ballet, about their annual production of The Nutcracker. There is a word that dancers use to wish each other good luck because it is their opinion that saying good luck is actually bad luck. It's a word that I can't say on the radio, but Raul, please know that the sentiment is there.
0: Oh, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it.